he's in his library. Confound it, madam, my language is most controlled. I say we take off and nuke the entire siphon water. It's the only way to be sure. In a thousand years, Gondahar was destroyed. A thousand years ago, Gondahar will be saved. The spice extends life. Linnea, what do you get when you put Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock and a bus together? Well, a little movie called Speed, I think. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. That is correct. <laughs> so, tonight we're discussing Speed from 1994. This podcast you're listening to is Starcraft, and my name is Ebba. And my name is Linnea. So Linnea, tell me what is Speed all about? Speed is about a bus and a bomb. Pretty much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they put the bomb on the bus and the bus has to go really, really fast un- unless uh, it wants to blow up. And uh, yeah, that's that's the gist of it. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's one of those so simple, like from a different era kind of action film, like plot things and I, I kind of love it because it's like I get it I get what this film's about I can I can there's, n- there's no layers here <laughs> there's not a whole lot to think about uh, there is some unravel to like who the bomb man is like the terrorist who sort of puts the bomb on the on the bus but it's really it's it's not very interesting and it's not supposed to be and and I love that Yes, you know what I wrote in my letterbox review for this. Um, no, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, I don't remember like how I started the sentence, but it, essentially yeah. I said something like, "This is a movie where the substance is bus goes room, bomb goes boom." <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and also smoldering looks between our main cast. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean pretty much pretty much it's it's kind of one of those things like it's like you can't talk about the plot the whole lot like it's it's a good setup in my opinion simple easy effective uh, I will say though my little tiny lizard brain had uh, like really got caught on the fact because so the thing is there is a bomb on the bus and this bus cannot like once it's gone over 50 so it's a regular let's say it's it's a regular bus it's driving it can you know go what to whatever speed but as soon as it goes above 50 a mechanism is initiated which makes it so if it goes below 50 after that the bomb will go off now in my tiny brain when they <laughs> explained how the bomb how the bomb worked like when the terrorist explained it to Keanu Reeves who's like a special police person who deals with you know, terrorist bomb situations. I was like, oh no, that's kind of impossible. How can how can they go first to 50 and then stay at 50? So I did, like, it took me a good while before I figured <laughs> out that they didn't have to stay on 50. No. Like, but that, as soon as it was initiated, I understood it. But like, I got so caught up on that. I was like, not even with cruise control could you stay precisely on 50 miles an hour, not a, not a mile above or below. I was like, how in the... So that's uh, that says more about me than the film, I should say. 
in a film like this there's supposed to be like tension and uh you know a build-up of like oh are they gonna make it and, and and different obstacles to sort of solving how to make the bomb not go off when there's a bunch of people on it how effective do you feel like it was tension tension wise The tension in terms of the how should I say the the status of the bus, <laughs> you know, like oh now now they're sort of losing a little bit of speed. Oh, are yeah, they gonna yeah. go below fifty? That that was fine. That was absolutely yeah. fine. Um, I think I think you liked this movie more than I did, uh, yes. but. <laughs> But the things that I want to sort of complain about, maybe, or that didn't uh, sort of vibe with me, mm. are not those parts because okay. those parts are really good. Mm. Um, like it is, it is an action film focused on a bus that has to go really fast, and it does those parts really well. <laughs> I don't think it has a lot of else going for it besides that, but. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, I agree with you. I think, I think the tension was really there, and I think they kept a good enough pace of where mm. they met obstacles and they were trying to solve. The, mainly Keanu, let's be real; like he was the main brain, <laughs> uh, like trying to solve it, and then a new thing comes up. So I do think there was enough of that going where it didn't feel like it was drawn out or too much of one sort of segment or however you, however you should put it there were some scenes that were absolutely ridiculous but i expect nothing else from an action film uh, from 1994 for example the bus <laughs> going really really fast because there's a part of the highway that isn't done and it's uh, on an incline so a bridge and it's just like a chunk gone and <laughs> so they instead of like giving up essentially they say speed even faster and then somehow this bus like this old long big bus like vaults across not a lot of vault but it's like it goes across like to the other side of the bridge and it was i was like okay but it was a bit ridiculous but it's like i don't expect anything less <laughs> this no, is what i no. i come here for you know so it was fine um, you do want a movie like this to be spectacular yes. and kind of not realistic. I mean, that's sort Definitely. of the nature of car chase scenes and, and things like that is that you want them to be escapism yeah. uh, in a very particular way. Um, not so much that you dream that you were in that situation, but rather like, oh, that would never happen in real life, but it's kind of fun to, yeah. to watch yeah. as a, in a movie. Yeah, there are different kinds of action films. And I think there are the ones that are completely over the top with like a simple kind of ridiculous premise. And then you have the ones that are really striving for still maybe like a bit over the top, exaggerated for like dramatic effect. But it's still trying to be grounded and still still trying to make emotionally grip you, and and speed is in the former category. Like it's mm. it's trying to, it's trying to get those kind of fun moments, uh, and I think um, it it succeeds in that. There are also a few things that I would say aren't 
um, very good and those are not because they, they aren't connected to like action in that sort of sense so I think we can no. sort of like uh, get into those parts maybe and I, you had some some um, opinions there so why don't you uh, yes. set the, set, um, get the ball ro- rolling and yeah yes first though I kind of want to, to just add one more thing yeah. on, on the action is that I think they've scaled the whole thing very well because it's very focused and it's very sort of um, concentrated on well the bus and the bomb and the obstacles that the bus meets on the way and they don't they don't do do those sort of too close to each other etc yeah like they have one obstacle like the missing piece of road they need to jump across (laughs) like they build up to that they do it and then there's a, like a little bit of a pause in, mm. in events and then there's build up to the next obstacle, etc. I think they do that very well and it's very it's very easy to follow and very easy to sort of focus on as a viewer as well. And I think some modern action films tend to overdo it in terms of details both sort of visual details but also sort of plot details and just too much and they're too close together and it's just too too many sort of cuts in the video etc and it's just it becomes overwhelming yes um i mean sort of michael bay sort of springs to mind (laughs) as Mm -hmm. (laughs) as a a a bandit in this uh, crime (laughs) Uh, but speed speed is uh, not such an example i think yeah and maybe we can just like stay here for a while because i think it's kind of interesting what what you're talking about here and we've touched upon this before like how sometimes films nowadays can feel a bit overdone and i feel like in the action genre it's it's there's so much overdoneness (laughs) in this genre Mm. and reliance on cgi and like i i think cgi is great like it's an exceptional tool to have in filmmaking so i'm not gonna you know um talk shit about that because it, uh, it's great but there is an over reliance on cgi and like you say like putting way too many um details too many layers to sort of almost fake complexity instead of just having it be what it is and 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 when you're today like trying to have it be what it is then you only get this sort of you know like meg or um that kind of film where where it really hinges on something that is just so ridiculous where you almost can't Mm. care about the characters anymore because you've entered sort of asylum territory borderline (laughs) asylum territory and it's just like well i mean i'm having fun but it's it's not like i still care about the characters in speed (laughs) <laughs> but to sort to to sort of go back to uh, our earlier points about the characters, you mentioned a little bit about it now, and I also wanted to, to enter into that territory. Yes, I think the characters are good for the type of action film that it is, but I also f- kind of feel like I do lack a little bit of an emotional impact. Um, like there are characters who die, there are characters on board the bus who die. There are other policemen that are sort of helping out uh, in other places of the world or, or you know, who, who go to like the bomber's house, etc. Uh, they die also. And I kind of feel like 
oh, there was something lacking there. Like, I didn't feel that sort of big ooh that I wanted, mm. you know? Mm. And yeah, yeah I, I do get that this is not this is not a crime drama where you can have spend a lot of time with with the characters in in more intimate uh, settings it's not that type of a film i get that but i still kind of wanted to feel a little bit more like one of the characters is like um the best friend of keanu reeves character Mm. Mm. yeah jack and harry were the name and harry dies and I just sort of feel like, ooh, we have established that these two are really good friends. We don't want Harry to die. But I still kind of felt like, oh, I, I could have felt more than I did. Mm. Um, and I kind of, I have tried to analyze why. Because I don't think there's anything the movie does particularly wrong in that uh, respect. Like, I don't think... Um, the way the movie builds up their friendship and Harry's eventual death. I don't think it's poorly done. It's sort of just... It's a little bit too... It needed a little bit more, I think. Mm. It's a bit minimalistic almost. Yes, Mm. yes. That's a very good word for it. And I have kind of come to the conclusion that... While I do like the bus drama, there is also other drama in the movie. In the beginning, there's elevator drama when the same, the same, yeah, the same terrorist. This is sort of the the, the setup of the film. The, the, a terrorist has placed a bomb on an elevator, and are he wants money and he is threatening everyone. And uh, Jack and Harry goes in and saves everyone from the ele- elevator. Fine, that that's a fairly okay setup. I think it goes off for a little bit too long, though. Oh, it's way too um, long. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> this is one. This but, is one of the things I'm like, yeah. But 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 go on, yeah. Yes, uh, but I do kind of feel that it's a good setup because it does mean that when the bomber later contacts Jack uh, about the boss, it means that we know that. Oh, Jack really don't want him to win. Um, mm. Like, it's a cat and mouse game between the two. And mm. I think that's pretty good. Um, but then in the end, you have, for example... Well, they, they blow up a whole airplane, for example. That's kind of not <laughs> yeah. necessary. And then after that, they go on a train. Also kind of not necessary, I feel like. Like, the Definitely. big climax yes. is... When they have managed to get everyone off the bus and the bus mm-hmm. explodes and no one dies. That's the big climax. We don't need the rest where <laughs> Jack and Sandra Bullock's character Annie and the terrorist all meet up on a train and continue. I don't... Yeah. That, that no, part is. this is where... like <laughs> I, I was pretty generous. Like when I did my letterbox review and the star rating for that, I was pretty generous. But I was like, I wanted to cut a half star off. For this very reason, but I wasn't, I was like, I'm not going to be a Grinch. I'm just going to like, I feel generous. <laughs> but yes. that is one of the things that I, uh, I would have liked to see differently. And that is just like cutting down the time, the time a little bit, because I think it's like, it's about two hours, like even a little bit over two hours, I think. And you could have easily made this almost like, like a good tight 90, mo- 90 minutes movie, uh, because 
the, the elevator intro or the in the the introductory like setup it, it's way too long uh, and it's it's not interesting enough I think you could have set uh, Jack and Harry's relationship up better maybe if we meet them in the car already on the way to the elevator and we don't really know anything and we sort of discover it more with them rather than seeing a bomber like in the air like in in the elevator next to the one that is um it's got a bomb on it um so i i think i think you could have used the the available structure and just like made it tighter (laughs) in the beginning Mm -hmm. and the end because i have zero complaints about the bus ride let's call it the bus ride like the main yes the main meal but it's 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 the beginning and the end where it sort of falters a little bit uh, and mm. it's too long. In the end, I think they definitely should have stopped uh, when the plane exploded. Like, fine, yes. if that's the sort of like, uh, you know, maybe they got the airplane cheap and they were like, we got to use it. <laughs> we got to use it. <laughs> like, OK, you want to end it on a humongous explosion. Fine. But that's got to be it. Like, don't destroy uh, an entire subway route <laughs> also like <laughs> enough even though I think that segment was fine also but just like not for this film like save that for speed three have that be on a train don't yes. do that already like you know pace yourself here the conflict between Keanu Reeves and the bomber isn't big enough or emotionally invested or or emotionally invested enough for it to need an ending like that or like a mm. a, a face-off like that it's just it's just mm. not necessary so you could have had a, a fantastic tight 90 90 minute film here and and it's just it falters a little bit uh on that i mean you could easily like turn the movie off i guess when <laughs> when they're sure. having their yes. post uh airplane hug like pff, turn it off and you could be fine i guess mm. Um, I, but... uh, I, I I watched this movie several times when I was younger, so I actually remembered uh, most of it. Mm. And I knew when I saw Harry's character, I was like, oh, right, that guy, he dies, doesn't he? But in my memory, he died when they were at the elevator, like in the beginning, uh, yeah. not later on. And actually, I think I would have preferred it that way. Like... You introduce these two, they are best friends, they are both policemen, and they are presented with this terrorist who has placed a bomb on an elevator, and they go in and are supposed to be the, the, the heroes of the day, etc. And if Harry had died at that point, it would have mo- it would have motivated Jack emotionally throughout the rest of the movie, like... The bomber calls him afterwards and are like, I put a bomb on a bus, ha ha ha. Then Jack would be really be like, oh no, this guy killed my best friend. I need to stop him. And that would have been really strong. But as it is, it isn't quite as strong. I, I think it would have been better if he died too. Because they they do spend a lot of time in that intro and they and they sort of do set up the connection between Harry and Jack and... And then he's just like a guy on the phone, basically, to to Jack and gives mm. him descriptions. And I think he could have had a new partner and be maybe a little bit standoffish also with that new partner. Mm. Uh, and that could have been, you know, a source of tension and conflict also. Like, can he trust the other person like he trusted Harry, for example? So that would have been better, 
I think, too. Definitely. Yes. And also, the way that Harry dies, it's almost comical. Like, you almost laugh when it happens. Like, it's <laughs> it's so silly. Like, the, he goes in... Okay, he's limping also. Like, he hasn't healed from a wound that he gets in the beginning of the film. So he's in, like, full special gear and he's limping into this house where the bomber supposedly is. Mm. And then it's like watching a thermostat or whatever and he figures out oh shit it's a bomb and then it's just like poof it's almost like a joke <laughs> yes. and it's really kind of bizarre <laughs> and then i was like did he die because they flew out the wind i'm like did it oh crap he died but harry and then you're like in a shock that it's not handled more it's not like you don't get much of a much of a confirmation that he's dead <laughs> and it's just like wait that no. happened and also <laughs> another thing that I wish the movie had sort of spent a l- just a little bit more time on. Um, the people on the bus, we do get to know them like throughout the bus journey a little bit. Uh, you know, you have sort of the the ones that panic and the ones that think that, oh, this policeman on the bus, he's after me because I've committed mm. some kind of crime. Mm. And then there's like the hands-on guys who tries to help. and. You know, you got all these characters and they're really nice. But I would have liked, like before, in the beginning, instead of the extended elevator rescue scene, we would have maybe seen them when they they go on the bus. Yeah. Like just spend a minute on each person. Like this guy says goodbye to his wife and kids. And this guy... I don't know, buys drugs and then goes on the bus, like whatever. It could be really anything you like, but just something that sort of tells us this is this character, this is this character, etc., etc. So that when we put them all together on the bus and they have to go to get <laughs> join course and, and help each other out in the situation, we sort of know what to expect. Uh, yes. from them and, and sort of like who's going to be a hero and who's maybe not going to like there's not enough of that there's a little bit of that definitely when we sort of see some of the characters interact on the bus but even then most of that is focused on Annie uh, Sandra Bullock's character yes because she's sort of the co-star kind mm. of she's um, the one who who kind of reads this character interacts with the most on the bus and that makes sense fine no she's yeah out of the passengers she's the <laughs> the, the main character yeah uh, i get that but i would have liked a little bit more for each of them really but what doesn't or what wouldn't have been changed for the better is keanu reeves and sandra Bullock. um i i think they are great in these roles i think they are charming and and they've got chemistry and even though some of the lines may be a bit wooden and uh, mm. what do you think? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, that is that is like a power couple of the 90s. Uh, can't yes. go wrong with those two. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I have I have seen Speed 2. Um, which doesn't which... have Keanu, right? No. Awful, awful <laughs> mistake. Like, how, why would you even consider a speed two? But I digress. It does have Sandra Bullock, but it doesn't have uh, Keanu Reeves. It has uh, Keanu Reeves knockoff, is what it does. Ugh. Uh, Get out of here. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> it's kind of funny though that in the first movie they go through uh, an elevator, a bus, a plane, and a train. So yeah. what do they do for the second one? Oh, a boat. That's the only one we have of left. Co- of course. <laughs> like, what even? There, there isn't anything left. A motorcycle, maybe? Like, I don't know. Okay, so this is not a podcast episode where we discuss Speed 2, uh, but I have seen that one as well. I and haven't. it has a very poor reputation. When I was younger, I actually liked it quite a bit. I thought it was fun, but uh, it might not hold up if I rewatch it today. But I would kind of be interested in doing that, actually, but we'll see. The thing I remember the best about Speed 2, and maybe this says a lot about the quality of that film, uh, because this is not actually the main event of the film, but it's in the beginning of the movie, uh, when, because in Speed 1, it's established that Annie... Um, lost her driver's license because she was speeding prior to the bus ride. Uh, (laughs) And then she became the impromptu driver of the bus. But yeah, Uh, but in the beginning of Speed 2, she's actually trying to get back her driver's license, but she's like an actually terrible driver and it doesn't go well. (laughs) And I remember that being kind of funny. Uh, Okay, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'll give them that. That, that's, that's, That's good. That's good. <laughs> Does she drive the boat or is it the the Keanu knockoff who oh drives the boat? I don't actually remember. Um I think the problem is that uh maybe like the bad guy and this is a different bad guy in, in speed two, the bad guy like throws the captain off or something and then Essentially, the ah. boat or the sh- it's a ship actually. The ship sort of drives on its own because in the end of Speed Two, they actually the the ship kind of goes straight into a harbor uh, oh, and no. wreaks havoc. <laughs> but is it uh, is it is it, is it like a big cruise yeah. ship or is it like a motorboat? No, it... it's I think it's a big cruise ship. Cruise yes, ship, it's okay. a big one. That makes yeah. me more interested. For some reason, I thought it was like a bigger motorboat situation. And I was like, uh. no. but if it's a cruise ship, I feel like you could do a really good action film with that. So I'm kind of bummed that they yes. failed. Uh, <laughs> because like, <laughs> I, I really like films that take place on water and especially like ships, mm. uh, because I think the ocean is kind of terrifying. So I always, I always like, I'm like, when it's, <laughs> when it's set on a ship, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, or diving. Diving is also great. Yeah, Speed 3, if such a movie ever existed, that would need to be like a spaceship or something because they need to go like bigger and worse. And, but yeah. Santa already <laughs> did that. True, true. <laughs> so gravity is a, an unofficial sequel to yes. Speed 1 and 2. Yes, yes. it <laughs> takes place uh, <laughs> in the same timeline. Everything. Don't know how speedy it is, though. Is well, it speed? The debris is speedy. Sure, sure. Yeah. What else is there to say about speed? We covered the action. We yeah. covered the characters. Yeah. We covered the plot, sort of what we would have liked to add and remove. Um, maybe we want to talk about the bad guy a little bit. Oh, there isn't a whole lot to say. I, w- I What I will say, though, is that I respect that he really just wanted money. Like, he had no... 
message. He had no political agenda. He had nothing. Well, his political agenda could be interpreted as him thinking he was just like had a rubbish pension, which is could be political if you want to make it political. But sure. But yeah. other than that, he's he was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I just I just want money. I I don't. There's no depth here. And I was like, cool. Let's stick to that. <laughs> Bus go yeah. boom. That's fine. <laughs> I do believe the actor playing him did a really good job. Um, Dennis Hopper. Is yes, Dennis Hopper. Uh, really sort of touching upon being a little bit crazy, but also mm. sort of really being dangerous. And I like that. It was good. We're not given a background enough to really say that, oh, we hate him for his cause or we sympathize with his cause whatever the case may be we don't get enough of that uh but like you said it's he wants money he's doing all these things to get money is it the best and smartest way to get money probably not but no and here comes (laughs) another (laughs) little critique observation what what have you so you know when they visited his house yes and his house is in what seems to be a very nice area and it's a <laughs> yes. big well-kept house <laughs> and i was like nicely that decorated. house nicely decorated <laughs> and i was like that house is worth a lot of money <laughs> yes sell the house <laughs> something you're not poor okay <laughs> and we also see like his lair or whatever you want to call it which is not his house it's somewhere else and he has like monitors and computers and what have you like he's got stuff he's not that he's poor. got <laughs> cash he is not poor definitely i don't think he claims to be poor i just think he 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 thinks he deserves more money so it's not like stated mm. that it's poor so maybe like his house being super uh, great looking maybe you know like my, maybe that's a moot point to sort of like oh but he's not like maybe he just wants more maybe he thought he'd uh, like own an island somewhere <laughs> and just like <laughs> si- sip sip on drinks all day i mean the thing is that he he used to be i think a detective or a policeman of some kind i don't remember the exact title that he had but he used to work in law enforcement in, in some capacity um and he lost a finger. I kind of feel like, oh, well, if he had lost both his legs, then yeah, maybe he could be bitter about that and feel that his former workplace didn't compensate him enough or help him enough. That I would have understood and, and sort of get that. Yeah, you can be angry and bitter about that. But losing a finger is kind of, uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it was his thumb, though. Uh, so when, like, you know, not having that sort of grip is, of course, sure. difficult, but you could have yes. a prosthetic. And also, you could probably do administrative work without a thumb. Uh, so I feel yeah. like, I don't know if he if he lost his job because of the thumb or if he just, like, retired. It, it was kind of unclear. And frankly, I don't, I don't remember. Like, maybe they... No, I don't it. think it's... Pr- it's not clearly established. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I'm just so, saying that because they they bring it up. Yeah, they bring it up that he used to work in law enforcement and he lost a finger and then he retired and he didn't get a good retirement plan. Like all those things kind of go together. 
in why yeah. he is unhappy right now in his life. Bitter, yeah. But I ca- yeah, I kind of feel like you could have scaled that up and it would have yeah. made him make more sense. Yes, Speed is our final film of our disaster series. Would you say that watching Speed the last is going out on a high note or would you prefer to end disaster in another disaster? You probably know by now that I love A Night to Remember, so uh, going out on a high note would have been watching that one last, but uh, Speed isn't too shabby either. I think for me, Speed is up there among the best things we've watched for our disaster films. So I, I am completely fine with ending with a humongous uh, plane, train, bus explosion situation. <laughs> and what are we delving into next, Linnea? Our next theme for the podcast is time travel. Well, we hope you stick around for that. Um, and if you want to reach out to us, you can find us at starcrashedpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we hope to see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.